Good luck, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully this goes well. Bye. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Well, hello, and thanks for coming, America. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hello, Jamal is back. Hi, it's Stony in the closet. I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Well, that sounds like a story <laughs> for later. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome back, back, back again to Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast. Yes, we are back here to start another season of RuPaul's Drag Race. We are talking about season 12 today. Season 12, y'all. We are here. Can you believe 12 damn seasons of the show? I feel like I say that at the top of every season. Can you believe? Of course, because RuPaul's a fucking machine and I'm sure there's like there's like a decade edition of drag race like contract we don't know about yet just sitting in the bank somewhere just waiting (laughs) but no it's fine it's exciting it's more drag race we had a nice little break so here we are yeah (laughs) speaking of our break what did you guys like do because we took off february so what have you guys been up to like in the time that we've had off Oh, wow. So Stoney and I have been just really chilling in the house. So work, you know, usually work is crazy for both of us. So we, we try not to bore you with too much of those gory details. But we've just been enjoying the house before we dive into projects. My mom and sister left Indianapolis. My sister is in Austin, Texas now. My mom is back in Charleston. So um, getting to know the house by ourselves has been an adventure. Let's just say that. <laughs> Yeah. So now when you hear like creaks and stuff in the background, it's definitely a ghost, not your mom. Yeah, we're convinced we have a roommate, but so far they're really nice and they don't bother us. So let's hope it stays that way. Work. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Sony? Is there anything else interesting that you'd like to update the listeners on? Um, Not a whole lot. I guess we went and bought bikes. um, Oh, yeah. Yesterday. So we got our like bike game on. We're going to be biking the streets of Broad Ripple. Cute. Catch us in these streets. I'm going to get a fanny pack. Yeah. You should um, get a TFC fanny pack so that everyone will know. Like to stop you and ask for your autograph. That's a cute idea. (laughs) Yeah. I like it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) We'll put a pin in that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah that's pretty much it nothing like major just trying to like you know i took some time off like relax a little bit focus more on my work and everything so it's all good oh nice we found like this balance to where we're not we feel like we're not going absolutely crazy so we're just excited that the cold is almost gone and We'll be able to do things like go to the grocery store and for like a few items on our bike if we want to, or if we want to go like ride our bikes to a bar, we can totally do that to watch an IU game and ride home. It's it's exciting. I rode bikes growing up, so it's going to be nice to be in these streets again that way and be active. Are you going to put baseball cards on your spokes so it'll sound like you're riding a motorcycle? Only if it matches my bike work <laughs> designer <laughs> baseball cards <laughs> yes we'll work on it <laughs> drag oh race gosh. trading cards Maybe or like pokemon cards i guess very exciting 
Uh, well, over here on the west side, um, <laughs> uh, things are different. I am coming to you live from Portland, Oregon now. I moved since we last recorded. That's right, Queen. Oh, my God. The- Did you die, like, on the Oregon Trail? <laughs> Not yet, girl, but I'm waiting for my dysentery chic moment. (laughs) (laughs) The cat's out of the bag. Welcome to Portland. Yes, girl. I'm about to, um, you know, stop combing my hair. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to grow a ridiculous beard that falls into your kombucha? Yeah. And just like make all my food out of flaxseed. Oh, I'm excited. I love a flax spread. (laughs) Yes, girl. I just heard about chickpea nut butter. Oh, I don't know. Already uh, leveled up Portlandian. Yeah, girl. Um, But other than that, there has not been too much going on on my neck of the woods. Um, I don't know. I I guess, you know, in my uh, typical fashion, if I were to mention something else, I would like to recommend this like really great queer movie that I watched called And Then We Danced. Um, I posted about it on Twitter, but I feel like it's worth mentioning in the podcast in case some people listen to us but don't want to deal with my bullshit on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's um that's a good mention because um after you mentioned that, I went and looked up the trailer again because I feel like I'd seen the trailer before. And um, I need to watch this one. I haven't watched it, but I have indeed seen the trailer a few times. Definitely worth um worth seeing if you like um like call me by your name mm-hmm. or basically like any romance film it's a tale of a young man growing up uh in a repressive society it's in the country of georgia sandwiched between the middle east and russia uh very you know not open about homosexual <laughs> feelings uh. um but yeah, it's a great story of this dancer. He's in the Georgian Dance Company, and there's a new dancer, and he sort of starts to have feelings for him, and it goes from there. Uh, my kind of story. Let's all um, be cheese balls together. Yeah, it's basically like Center Stage meets Call Me By Your Name. <gasps> oh, That was a gay gasp. Yeah, <laughs> I knew Jamal would like that reference. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, so check that out if you can. It's like, uh, well, it's an international film, so of course it's on um, limited release. But whenever it comes out to like digital platforms, I would recommend purchasing or renting it. Very cool. Will do, Queen. Yes. All right. Well, that sounds like enough of our blabbing. Should we get into the honesty spill of the week? Uh, honesty. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Honest Tea Spill of the Week. This week we are back, back, back again to talk to you about the first episode of Season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, Season 12. Ooh, this means I can make like a Drag Race like um, Christmas Carol this year. Yeah. Like oh. a remix. The, tw- the RuPaul's Days of Christmas. The or 12 Days of Drag Race or the 12 Title seasons. to be determined. <laughs> the 12 days of season 12 <laughs> RuPaul gave to me a Jackie Cox and a partridge and a pear tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into it, girls. Let's start from the top with the entrances. Um, first 
to come in is Britta Filter. Britta, giving us simple chic with the leopard print, touches of pink, very elegant. I live. Welcome, Britta. Yeah, I thought Britta's was fun. It was kind of what I was expecting from Britta. So I don't know. Like, she just had like a solid, solid, um, outfit and everything and i thought she was bringing the personality she's giving you that warm auntie glow but she's like the cool auntie for sure she's ready to dance and take a shot let's do it with britta yeah and she's very much promoting the theme of water in the first episode (laughs) her name (laughs) yeah really (laughs) she had like a water cocktail yeah she did hey she's on brand yeah can't can't knock it you know like maybe she'll have water bottles or something like at the end of the season to promote (laughs) (laughs) you can come to my show and get my brita water bottles it'll be um recycled plastic (laughs) for sure definitely girl uh so next we have widow von du hey widow i'm living for this outfit yeah i loved her look a lot it's seems like something a little bit similar to what we've seen like um from latrice royale but Mm -hmm. um very elegant and well put together yeah it just made a statement but it was simple elegance and she was serving face the face was beat you can tell there's a, a confidence about widow and i'm excited to see where that goes yeah i really liked her entrance look i thought she brought something that was more unique than some of the other girls and other queens that we've seen in the past so i don't know i enjoyed it birds of a feather yes and i also loved her entrance line relax your throat because you're gagging (laughs) yeah i did (laughs) like that that was a great (laughs) entrance line uh i don't know what my intro my entry line would be i typed one out drunkenly on twitter last night but i don't know if i want to claim that Uh (laughs) uh-oh Well, if you're feeling confident later, I guess we can get into it. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds fun. (laughs) Um, Also, I just realized I skipped over Nikki Doll. So Nikki Doll came in before Widow. So what did you think of her look? Uh, I told y'all. I told y'all. This was just fierce fashion moment. I wasn't sure what was on her head, but that was okay because it looked cool. I liked it, but I, to be honest, I was a little underwhelmed. (laughs) No, Uh we got our first hater. Oh, no. I'm just saying I'm like, and this is going to probably be a theme in this episode. I was a little underwhelmed by Nikki doll. Uh, What Uh, underwhelmed you? Yeah. Tell us more. Um, Let's get into it, queen. Just like everything, I guess, like in general, like I thought that like when they did the fashion, like season seven runway thing. Like, I didn't really like her looks oh. that much. I thought the first okay, one was okay. kind of, like, sloppy, sloppily, like, put together. Well, we're talking about entry looks. I know, but I'm just saying what <coughs> you didn't... You were asking me what I didn't like about it. So, Stony is turned off by other elements of the episode that we will get into well, shortly. I'm just saying, <laughs> when, she, when she walked through the door... I was like, that's okay. And then as the night progressed, it was like, what is going on with Nikki Doll? But I she see. was like trying to just like show her Frenchness in her opening look because like I think when you think of France, you think of like a black and white striped shirt, maybe a red beret. Yes. Um 
you know, things like that, you know, and I think she incorporated those colors and styles into her those look. Those classic French elements, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was probably her best moment of the night, that's for sure. I don't Ooh. know about that, girl. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're this gonna... is how we're starting, <laughs> listeners. Stoney's like, I just came here to fight. <laughs> 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 and the vixen badge goes i'm to in you. a mood everyone so <laughs> watch out that's okay the <laughs> listeners love when stoney's in a mood yeah it'll make a fun episode i hope <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's move on to jackie cox jackie cox okay first of all y'all know i love a mod queen and i love jackie because she kind of just takes you back to that era uh, very 60s, maybe early 70s looks. And I don't know. She's fun. She's got personality. I'm still like wanting to see her in different variations of performance, but I'm excited to see Jackie Cox. Yeah, I like Jackie's look. I thought it was fun. I think she has a fun personality too. So I don't know. I, I enjoyed her this episode. I find it very interesting that you do not think that Jackie Cox's look is very basic and you thought that Nikki Dolls was. No, I didn't say I didn't say that Nikki Dolls <laughs> look was basic. Mm. I said I was underwhelmed by mm. Nikki Doll. Well, I'm underwhelmed by Jackie's <laughs> look. Oh shit. Here we so, go. No. Okay, l- Oh, let me let, let me just explain why just real quick like less than five minutes okay the reason that i'm disapp- <laughs> underwhelmed in nikki doll is if you're gonna be the look queen then be the look queen meaning like bring the best looks ever and like slay the house down like okay be like the aquary of the group and just dominate but like if you're claiming to be the look queen and you can't bring like the most awesome looks ever then to me it's underwhelming okay all right well that is an opinion and (laughs) (laughs) opinions are like assholes everyone has one (laughs) but anyways back to jackie cox um extraness aside um if you remember in the meet the queens i was like not sure how i was gonna like jackie cox but she is really like grown on me and i'm like back like an open uh to receiving her messages (laughs) (laughs) Um, so while her outfit did not stun me it wasn't sickening um I, I do like her personality and what she brings to it and i like that she had a very clever rehearsed entrance line yeah i mean the look wasn't anything over the top stoney and i were talking about this um a little bit earlier it's like you know this is season 12 was it you was it me or were you a little underwhelmed by like the premiere and it's just like we've been doing this for a long time with drag race and we've talked about this previously on the show it's going to be hard for any new queen coming in to kind of have that pow moment like it's going to hit or it's not and there's nothing wrong with that we're not saying like the queens are basic it's just us as viewers it's more of a critique for the show it's like uh well you know that didn't really grab me but her personality is cute and that's just the tea i think my part of it might have been too just the fact that they did split it up like for the just like the seven queens this time like i felt like we needed more like, I kind of wanted to see all of them at once, I guess. I don't really know if I like 
how we split it up. We like the jump off, right? Everyone's there. Let's get into yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, let's keep this show on the road and let's talk about maybe one of the more controversial entrances, Heidi in Closet. Heidi <laughs> in Closet. <laughs> First of all, she's giving you like businesswoman on a safari chic. Like, I'm just going to mm-hmm. go out and run through this jungle. It could be in South America or Africa. Either one. Yeah. She's a uh, pink zebra stunning. <laughs> yeah. She's going <laughs> to find a conference room in one of the locations and then she's going to scream at you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> I definitely thought this was like I don't know. I enjoyed Heidi in the closet because she just is so weird, and I needed like some weirdness this episode. I and mean, she, out of the box does not even begin to cover it, and she definitely provided it. Like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I just I I that's why I love her so much, just because she's so like random, and you're just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, you're like, girl, what? (laughs) Yeah, she was wearing her leprosy print, um, and she, you know, started uh, making sounds. I thought my car alarm was going off outside. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what's happening? Is that a car alarm? Or like, but no, it was hiding closets, mating call. (laughs) 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 So maybe it worked. I I was my attention was grabbed. Listen, something was grasped. Yeah. <laughs> because you were either like, what the fuck? Or, oh, you're interested, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the All right. call worked. That's right, girl. <laughs> um, so next we have Gigi Gorgeous. Ahoy. Gigi. Okay, so Captain Sparrow has arrived. Yes, Captain Jacqueline Sparrow. But this was fierce. I thought it was cute. It was well done. It was costumey, but it was still fashion. And I think Gigi is going to give us some solid looks this season. Yeah, I thought it. I thought it was decent. It was a little costumey, but it wasn't like Party City either. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought. Sh- um, yeah, I thought it was good. It wasn't like my favorite look of hers. I. It was probably my least favorite of hers of the night, but I still thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I all agree with that. I didn't think it was anything great, but I thought her atten- her entrance was still, you know, a little bit attention grabbing. You know, there were other better ones like uh, Widow or, um, uh, well, for me, Nikki Doll. <laughs> um, I like Nikki Dolls too. All right. So last but not least, Crystal Method. <laughs> this weirdo. Oh my gosh. Terror. Terror. Yeah. Like a clown. For all of y'all that are afraid of clowns, I'm so sorry y'all are traumatized <laughs> like this. I know. I was like, is this like a Bianca Del Rio super fan like on the show now? Or what's going on? I like Crystal. I thought it was like, I was definitely caught off guard. Like there was so much green, but I was also intrigued. I was pulled in with those purple lips and I wanted to learn more about this kooky queen. Yeah, she sort of came out like in this uh, like Pennywise like you know <laughs> dance move like you know uh and I loved her line like who's ready to party and play <laughs> like just so demented and like dark oh my gosh listen like Pennywise's fucked up little sister or something <laughs> exactly yeah um, I didn't I didn't really know what to think of her <laughs> like even in the meet the queens I was kind of unsure about her 
but kind of like as the episode progressed i think i'm like more on board with crystal now because she's just such a weirdo yeah (laughs) weirdos well i love my uh my teammate my fantasy teammate crystal like i think she's so funny (laughs) i loved an entrance where she was like I am known as the dancing queen. And they're like, really? She's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, yeah, is that true? She's like, no. (laughs) So I liked that part. And then I liked when they were all trying to figure her out. And they were like, like, what kind of queen are you? Like she had to fit into a box. And I loved her answer. She's like, I'm just like a talented queen. I'm sickening. Oh, I know. That was that was smooth. I appreciated that moment. And the talking heads from this one's are gonna be epic. I'm excited, like hilarious. Just hilarious. And you smile as soon as they're on screen. And also too, like what makes it a little fun is that like when the queens like somebody like Crystal isn't like super well known, like on the circuit, you know, like on the East Coast or like the West Coast. So everyone's like, who is this bitch from Missouri mm-hmm. or whatever? So it's just like makes it more interesting because nobody really knows who she is. Yeah, I, I really enjoy her a lot. You know, we're getting Thorgy vibes, uh, you know, art yes. weirdo. And that's like always the one that I love the most, like the queen on the show. Accuracy. Yes. So, um, Yeah. Moving on, and to quote Widow Von Du, where are the rest of the bitches at? <laughs> where are they, girls? Did any of you clock the um, season six mirror moment here? Season six? I don't know if I did. Like, um, where they split up the premieres. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, oh, it's like season 12 now, so they're repeating six seasons ago what they did. Yeah. Was that six or seven? It was six because Bianca okay. and Adore. Bianca Del Rio, Adore. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you also notice that they don't show the queen's ages like in the little lower graphic anymore? I did notice there were no oh. ages present. Yeah, they say them out loud, but they don't put them like in. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. I thought that was worth mentioning. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so then we find out that there's going to be two premieres, and this is the first batch of girls. So I'm excited to see the reject batch next week. <laughs> I know. Well, I the f- B team. I, oh no! I feel <laughs> terrible because the other queens. I mean, granted, they get to see Robin, but they didn't get to like see Nikki. So it's like that sucks i mean listen though like robin was an icon before Nicki minaj was a thing so for some people robin's gonna have way more weight than Nicki did so wait i i didn't see this is it robin like the dancing on my own robin yeah oh well that's gonna be cool i don't know why i haven't seen that yet but she's really big and really good i'm excited to see what i mean i'm not i mean nikki is really relevant like today not saying that robin isn't but like the young queens know right i mean i mean i could say the same thing like the 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 people in this episode don't get to see robin so right i mean it's like kind of bad like both ways i don't know I'm just like anti like split the premiere. I'm just like, bring them all out, please. <laughs> well, no, I get it too, because I'd feel the same way. It's like, okay, if I'm more of a Nicki Minaj fan deep down, I'm not going to tell Rue. It's like, damn, bitch, you couldn't put me on the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
Um, so then we start the mini challenge, which is, uh, you know, serving us two looks. And so we're on like the, the second and third outfit for each queen. <laughs> yes, this was a season seven reference, kiddos. I know. Raja and Raven are going to be so annoying. <laughs> Well, Raven was sitting right there when they filmed yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for that episode of Fashion Photo Review. Also, fun fact, do you know who was playing Kanye West? No, who Fake was Kanye that? Kanye West? Who that was, was that? Mayhem Miller. Oh. Oh, what? <laughs> I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, wait, girl. so was that fake-ass Kim Kimura Black? That I don't know. But I, I think it was Kimura Black. Like its cover? I think it was. Am I being problematic? It no, would I make sense. Okay. Well, she says she like she like loves the Kardashians, so I don't think that's, that's problematic. True. Ooh, tell us if we're correct. I'm surprised they didn't get calorie Kardashian <laughs> to do Kim. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna move on. So I don't have to say anything mean. <laughs> like flustered right now. There, um, there she is. <laughs> so. Uh, let's start with the spring looks. Is there anyone that really stood out to you? Ooh, the spring looks. Like Sony was saying earlier, I was not crazy about Nikki dolls. Like, okay, girl, if you're going to be the fashion queen, you need to be giving me some like um, more elevated lavender florals. I don't know what that was. Maybe I don't know anything. I just wasn't feeling it. I just felt like it looked like a garden where somebody accidentally like tripped and fell into it and, and broke they dropped everything. the bouquet yeah it's just like this is what i was don't on know the maybe it was like some like picasso shit that i'm supposed to understand but i didn't see <laughs> it i <laughs> thought that britta's was really pretty like very cinderella but pacific islander queen yeah oh my gosh i liked um i did like heidi and closets look before the mishap um <laughs> just be- well just because the layers were really mesmerizing like the the way it was like you know, multiple like points yeah. of attention. No, I get that. Cause it, d- the look definitely pulled you in. Like you were interested and it looked pretty. It was pleasing, visually pleasing until the wig was snatched. Yeah. That was sad. <laughs> um, I did enjoy um, Jackie Cox's look just because I like that, that fashion moment. Like I love that era in general, men's and women's fashion. And this dress was really well done, and I like the play with patterns. I love playing with patterns, so it looked really nice and chic to me. Also, Gigi looked really good, too. Mm-hmm. Gigi's going to, like, I feel like Gigi's, like, the model of the season so far. Not trying to put her in a box, but she's tall and very thin. She's got that kind of odd look, like... The models, like you're not supposed, you're supposed to look alien esque, right? That's Gigi for sure. Yeah, yeah she I does look kind of busted. <laughs> <laughs> I did like Gigi's look. I think Gigi has, my opinion, has like the best look so far this season. Mm. Uh, for the f- you just like in general overall. Yeah, just in general, I feel like she's been okay. the most solid on the in the look, like the actual looks. Okay. I mean, if she can make pastels look that good. <laughs> yeah um i know you guys don't didn't like nikki dolls but i did like her little purple dress i thought it wasn't you know a little bit more basic and um but i did like it a lot i know florals for spring how groundbreaking but whatever 
That's all. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move on to the fall looks. Which fall looks stood out to you guys? Um, well, the number one for me, and this is probably my number one for the whole freaking night, was the Freddy Krueger look by Crystal Method. Hell yeah. Yes. That was freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was just so, like, brilliant. Like, with the band-aids as hair, it was just really, really well done. The makeup was right. I loved how, um... They played with, like, the safety pins between, like, the layers of the sweater. It was just, like, so elevated and so well done. And it was, like, super polished without doing the most effortless beauty and intrigue. Uh, Yeah. My win of the night as well. Because I thought that was, like, a really good choice, too. Because when I think of the fall, like, I think of scary movies. Mm -hmm. So that's, like, a more obscure, like, pull, like, for the reference that she would have used. And I think that's really what made her success successful i did like heidi and closet's dress i thought that was cute um i did like britta filter britta filter has given us like that gorgeous face beat like the outfit's always going to be on point that dress is going to be fitted i'm excited to see the looks that britta's going to give us too yeah i did like hers i also i'm trying to remember exactly what widow von do work because i feel like she had some really good looks i just can't remember Hers what? was the beige look. Yeah, she had With the, the reveal. reveal. That oh, reveal okay. was flawless too, by the way, bitch. Mm-hmm. That's the way she just swirled and undid that shit. I thought she had some really good like work tonight. Like mm-hmm. she like did really good. She's a contender. Even that spring look with that um the kind of bright neon mm-hmm. kind of more urban neoprene. kind of look. Yeah, I was into that too. That was cute. Um, also, let's uh, go there. What did you guys think of Nikki Doll's fall look? Um, oh, Nikki Doll's fall look was very on point. This was very chic to me. Just classic elegance. Just just flowing down. I like when you can kind of feminize a suit that way. But it also plays, <clears throat> it plays with the boundaries of what masculinity and femininity are. So it's just like that effortless balance of... You know, anybody can wear this outfit and then you put that drama of the headpiece on top of it and it just tells a story and gives a really nice dramatic silhouette. Definitely. It was very high fashion and um, even Jamal and Stoney can't deny that <laughs> Nikki no, Doll looked good. I did like it. I did like it. So Hey, I am on Team Nikki. I just I thought the little lavender number was a little basic. But that's because she talked herself up. And I like the intro look so much. Give me a break. I don't want to (laughs) like, I'm not like going to like try to hate on her. I think it was just, I had very high expectations maybe going in for her. And I just didn't feel like where I would, in my head, my expectations weren't met, I guess. But I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Sony's going to be like the trunch bowl of drag race season 12 <laughs> yeah throw her in the chucky what was she thinking yeah <laughs> also yeah. um i was getting vinegar strokes vibes with britta's <laughs> look sort of i thought <gasps> uh-oh oh, no. not, not not a bad thing but like i don't okay. know just something about the way she painted her face and like her outfit made me like think of vinegar strokes okay okay i see the connection wait can i ask you what is wrong with her face <laughs> <laughs> wait with <laughs> i'm just being dumb <laughs> wait i missed it sorry i'm just being a dumb hoe over here that's when heidi asked nikki that's later that's later oh, okay episode. yeah gotcha 
<laughs> Spoiler alert, Stony Gosh. <laughs> uh, um also like did you guys like Crystal out of drag, like with her like nineties weird Al Yankovic look? Oh my gosh, that fucking friends ass curly mullet. I wish yeah. I had that much hair still. Same. Um, so I like it. Can we talk Work. real quick about the tattoo thing? Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you got to tell us, girl? Well, wait. So what about it? Like, I'm trying to remember now what show it was or whatever. She was embarrassed, but she got it like in Persian or Arabic or whatever. Arabic. So she got the tattoo at a concert and it says One Direction in <laughs> Arabic. Yeah. You don't like that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fine, but her explanation for why she has it was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, teach their own. Stoney's like, what I are mean, you it's doing? cool, but it's just like, I don't know. It's like, I'm embarrassed to like one direction. In a different language. I was listening to Harry Styles today in the car. He was on a playlist I recently discovered. Yeah. So. We're still like directioners now. We're here for you, Queen. Yeah. yeah. All right. So now we move on to the main challenge where they will be f- performing the song I'm That Bitch. They have to write their own verse and perform a seven verse rap song. <laughs> seven verses. Okay. So. All I hear in my head is opportunity to shine. Y'all better work out those solo windows is all I know. Right. And then in addition to that, they find out that not only will they be performing this number, they will be performing it in front of Nicki Minaj. The Nicki Minaj. Yeah. She's Nicki Minaj, Nicki Lewinsky, Nicki the Ninja, Nicki the Boss, Nicki the Harajuku Barbie. Miss Petty. Miss Petty, young <laughs> money. <laughs> um, say what you will about Nikki. I know I've said some things about Nikki and I don't take any of them back. <laughs> I think she's <laughs> I think she's crazy. But most artists are. And I enjoy I've always enjoyed Nicki Minaj music and it's fire to work out to in the gym and I was excited to see her on the show because bitch rot looks so yeah we'll get into that later definitely and i think i like Nicki minaj because she's crazy so i'm just gonna yes. put that out there <laughs> yeah you know there's always gonna be entertainment and there was <laughs> and there was <laughs> so um they make the uh they make heidi and widow von do the choreographers to choreographize this number Ooh, so the pressure's on already because historically you know the leaders of these kind of group challenges are put under more scrutiny if something does not go in their favor yes and as expected you know some people are slow with the choreography and we are left unsure if the number will come together in the end of the rehearsal. But spoiler alert, it does. Like, it always does. It always comes together. It was something. You don't like the choreo? <laughs> you want Tajik back, girl? I don't know. I don't know. It's the, I'm going to be nice. I didn't think it was bad, but... It was just, like, easy. Yeah. 
I mean, it was it, her first challenge too. Like, so I, for me, I'm just like, uh, I mean, it's, I feel like that's a hard first challenge to do to like actually have to go out there and sing and like. I guess like the group stuff wasn't so bad and maybe it was just nerves. And before y'all get on my case, listeners, whatever, this is season 12. (laughs) Fuck what you said and heard. (laughs) I will say though, it, it did annoy me that when Gigi good first came out in the beginning of the episode, she was like, I'm more than a lick queen. And then cut to the, uh, choreography choreography and she's like she looks like I a can't wet dance. noodle she looks <laughs> I like a can't wet noodle count. <laughs> <laughs> I can't it's do like, anything so I, that's what i'm saying i it's turned to jamal i was like wait Gigi said she was more than a look queen <laughs> maybe yeah. it's not dancing i don't know <laughs> well see and i'm not trying to be too harsh i'm just like okay the group stuff didn't look too bad but when you have those like solo moments like Girl, I don't care if you're just like turning in a circle and doing hair flips and serving us lip sync. Like, we have to look like excited and serve something. Like, make us. This is your chance to introduce us to you. So, like, make it a pow moment. Like, serve your full Sasha Fierce under the spotlight. Do a death drop if you need to. I'd like whatever you need to do. Like stand out. I feel like a lot of them are just kind of caught up in nerves, which is totally understandable. But um, yeah, let's see some more girls. Yeah. Um, Next, we find out that Heidi and Closet had a allergic reaction the night before to most likely (laughs) kale. (laughs) Oh no, kale gate. Yeah. So So I guess she's like gonna go keto now. (laughs) <laughs> so last season it was the <laughs> popping cyst. This season it's kale. Listen, I can have kale, and we are keto most of the time. <laughs> I don't know. I heard there's lots of carbs in kale. <laughs> it's probably those fake ass kale chips y'all eat and not reading the ingredients list. <laughs> Just buying whatever you see says zero carbs. That's y'all's it's fault. Definitely not on uh, <laughs> calorie Kardashian's shopping list. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. <laughs> Um, so then Jackie asks Widow if she's still mad because Heidi and Closet took over solo to choreography the number. <laughs> oh, yeah. Widow definitely felt away, which, you know, I can understand. Widow's like, you know, y'all made me the leader. Let me lead. And everybody had, like, an opinion. And when there's too many, I tweeted about this, there's too many cooks in the kitchen it can get a little crazy. And this is why the group challenges are so tough because you Mm -hmm. have to figure out if you actually work well with others. Like you can say you work well with others, but do you actually do that? (laughs) Yeah. And then um, the final product, like how do you all get to that final product? And widow was like, y'all are just taking away um, my, my power as the leader here, but everyone wants to look good. So that's why that happened. Yeah, I understand why Widow was stressed, and I kind of felt bad, but props, but I mean, also, too, like, I feel like two choreographers was kind of a bad idea, because even then, you're having, like, two competing voices, Yeah. so I don't know, I think it worked out in the end just to have one. Right, yeah. and with there only being seven people, do you really need two? Right. <laughs> true, very true. So, um... So, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break here, and then we can come back and talk to you about the performance and the runway. Goodbye. 
Hey everyone, thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here's some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey everyone, welcome back. We are going to continue on with our recap, of course, talking about and starting with the performance to I'm That Bitch. Um, I thought that they criticized Britta a lot in her um, on the runway for not saying enough about herself, but I thought that she was a great start to the performance mm-hmm. and she brought all the energy that was needed for the beginning yeah she did i think that britta overall slayed there were a couple moments where the lip sync was a little off but she was still serving and pushing through which we can appreciate a queen who's gonna push through and not give up so good job britta yeah and that's what i like from britta it's more just like very solid performance Mm -hmm. nothing like over the top outstanding nothing bad (laughs) just like solid ass like queen she did her job yeah b plus yeah I also love Crystal Method's like silly like half speed rap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that loopy shit. It's like an acid trip. I love that though. Like, mm-hmm. and I thought she ended strongly too in her verse. Yeah, Crystal's. Um, I think gonna be a dark horse. I'm gonna. I'm gonna call that. Definitely, and one we definitely have to talk about is Heidi in closet, like with her break break dancing and flipping all over the place. I thought that was really good, but I hated the hair that she was wearing <laughs> for her performance, and that <laughs> is on period. <laughs> <laughs> period. Um, yeah, Heidi definitely showed up and showed out with the dance moves. Um, secret weapon of the evening for sure, as far as interest level goes with this whole routine. And the hair I wasn't into as well. So I don't know if that was strategic with what she was going to be doing. Maybe. But, um, yeah. Or maybe it plays into Nicki Minaj's criticism of her makeup. Maybe she was just rushing um, to get ready and just threw a wig on and did a half makeup session and, like, went for it. Probably. And also, you know, she had an allergic reaction the night before, not trying to irritate her skin. Very true. It probably wasn't fun putting on makeup when you have, like, welts all over. <laughs> yeah, that probably fucking yeah, sucked. Doesn't sound good. But, yeah, her performance was pretty badass. Yeah. Um, one thing that was interesting about Nikki Dahl's performance was I felt like her verse had, like, sort of, like, a reggaeton-like influence. Oh, okay. I could see that a little bit. I didn't think of that. But there was definitely more flavor coming from Nikki than I was expecting. But that was a pleasant surprise. Definitely. I definitely had the most trouble understanding her verse <laughs> because she switched between <laughs> e- English and French and she has such a strong like fr- accent when she speaks in f- English. So mm-hmm. that would be my only cr- criticism of Nikki. I like it. I was just like, ooh, yeah, girl, <laughs> just keep doing that. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other one we, of course, have to mention is Widow Von Du because she just, like, really stole the show. She had her moment, like, straight into the camera. Like, that was just so brilliant. Um, her outfit was really good. Her verse was great. Like, spitting fire. So good. Yeah, I really liked Widow's 
like the whole line about like serving looks and eating fries was pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I like the part where she says her thighs ru- uh, rub together like they harmonize. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a good line too. <laughs> that was awesome. Widow broke out. Like y'all need to watch out. Like I dare say Widow get to like the very tip top of the season. Like the energy is there. The confidence is there. It's not too much right now. And she's definitely delivering. Definitely. All right, you guys, let us get into the runway. Theme was Sparkles. Sparkle, I think um, one of us went to school with her. Yeah, Sparkle the Clown. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So (laughs) I guess we can just kind of talk about which look stood out to us. Of course, for me personally, Nikki Doll's look was just really chic and exciting. Yeah, Nikki Doll knows how to serve the looks. Like, um, the lavender moment was questionable. Say what you want. I don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> but this was very like if um, Game of Thrones had like the super hot sister they were keeping locked in the tower. This yeah. This would be like Nikki Doll's look. It was simple, but it was still just exciting enough. The makeup was beat. But yeah. it didn't look like she was caked in makeup. <laughs> it was really, really good. She's like the sister they keep in the tower that doesn't have sex with their own family. Yeah, they're like, no one's allowed to see that bitch or none of us are getting married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, know God. it's true. That's how it went down, girl. <laughs> you know it's true. <laughs> um. A lot of the looks I wasn't impressed by, um, one of which would be Gigi's. Maybe that's a controversial take, but I didn't like her look. Oh, Gigi with another helmet. No, I kind of actually, yeah, like this look was just like meh to me as well. Like I thought it was fine, but it, I don't know. It was just very basic. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It was just like, eh. Yeah. And I, this helmet thing, I don't know. I, uh, I'm not into the helmet look girl. Like, stop trying to make helmets happen. <laughs> I was getting this. Um, I was getting this vibe. If um, older listeners, rock with me on this one. Go back to season two of America's Next Top Model. Um, the winner, Joanna, her final photo had like a motorcycle helmet and like the super fierce makeup. And Gigi looked just like this photo coming down the runway. I swear. We should do a side-by-side on Twitter, maybe, and Instagram. So, like, she didn't win that her season then, right? She did win. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, <laughs> I don't Actually, know. I don't watch that show, so. <laughs> I don't know. The helmets are fine, but In I don't know. I don't want to be like Michelle Visage, but, girl, we need to see something else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Also, speaking of Michelle Visage, I was really annoyed of her critiques of Crystal's devil look. Oh, what did she say about it again exactly? That it was costumey. Oh, yeah, I did catch that. She said it was costumey, but it was still cute. So that was just like a a slight warning there. And then like praised Gigi for wearing a costume from her mother. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Hey, my mommy um... dish. (laughs) 
<laughs> I know um, Heidi was going through some things, but I liked her dress. I think that I would have done different hair just to kind of elevate it a pinch more, like make it just a little higher or bigger. Or if you're going to have that kind of pussy cat wig, make sure that shit doesn't look ashy. Sorry, this is black <laughs> sister talking to a black sister. I don't care where you're from. You better put some oil on that fucking wig. Um, yeah. The civil uh, rights hair. They, uh, yeah, the civil <laughs> rights hair. If you want to be out here in these streets looking like that, I mean, if you want to, that's great. Like, <laughs> I'm all for making a statement. S- we should, but girl, come on now. I was trying to understand, like, when the judges were asking Heidi, like, what her other name should be because they were, like, trashing it. Um, when she was like, oh, I don't know, it's going to be, like, Sasha Fierce. Like, what did she say after that? <laughs> I didn't understand. Well, I was wondering if she was going to do that, but then, like, you know how sometimes the producers will, like, reject the names, like, why Britta couldn't be Britta Filter? So I'm wondering if they rejected her name and, like, she had to go with Heidi in Closet. Got you. We'll have to do some research on that one because, like, whatever the story, like, I know what Heidi's story was, but I'm like, damn, you know, that's the story of their name. Leave it be just because it's not clever enough for you. I didn't think it was, like, why were they, like, so, like, shitty about her name? I just don't get it because to me it was, like, it's a funny name. Yeah, it is funny. So it's a questionable read from the panel. Yeah. They're getting a little... too Girl. caught up in their snooty. Lay off Heidi in closet. She's my fave. She just told yeah. you the story that y'all preach on the podcast about queer kids suffering. And you're like, that's cute, queen, but pick a better name. That's not a good look. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of not a good look, Michelle decides to be mildly racist and point out that um, because um uh, Jackie Cox is of Persian descent that she needs to watch out for her beard showing. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was really uncomfortable to watch because I didn't notice anything at all until Michelle said it. So it was just like rude <laughs> as fuck. I wasn't sure how to feel about that either actually, because um, Stoney was like, well, damn, I didn't notice until she said something, but I also thought like, okay, there's plenty of Queens out here that are just pale ass white people or pale ass black people with a strong beard and they have the same issue like who had this issue it's not really in the past? a persian thing it's more just like okay this person's hairy right and we've seen this <laughs> issue on drag race before from queens that were not persian so i wasn't sure about that either right she could have critiqued her for having a beard strong, if that's what she noticed hair. you have a but, strong five o'clock shadow right but she didn't have to go oh it's because you're persian and now, while that might be true, you know, I get where she was coming from. Like, I'm not going to completely roast Michelle, but we can get on her case for somebody that, you know, she champions being, like, super woke about every person. And I think that's beautiful, and we all make mistakes. But, Michelle, you slipped on this one. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like Michelle is, like, the one we love to hate. You know, in the you know we like what she does for the LGBT community, and... But on the show, she kind of comes off like with questionable. Um, Michelle rocks reads. with, yeah, questionable reads is the best way to say it because she rocks with all of us, all of our communities. But, and like you could have said, you know, it's known that, you know, certain cultures have stronger hair presence. You know, there's nicer ways to say it, but it's not solely because you're from that one culture. You just happen to have that trait about you as a human being. Right. 
I don't know, girl. All Middle Eastern people are hairy. You know, that's not all of them are. Well, and that's their <clears throat> culture. And if they are hairier than other people of other cultures, like mm-hmm. it's not anything that she can really control. That's just like part of who she is. So I feel like it's unfair to rag on her about that. Yeah, we have to focus on that in the light of how do we cover up like, you know, we're female impersonators, uh, female in quotes listeners, not trying to be disrespectful, um, impersonators. So how do we cover up the five o'clock shadow? Keep it PR cute. Yeah. Um, All right. So to move on, um, they, you know, finish their critiques. They... um, uh, Nicki Minaj spits a, a verse that she had written on her phone. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I have to flex a little bit. Like, I would expect nothing less from Nicki. Now available on iTunes. <laughs> yeah, I just want, like, the 30-second clip of, like, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I'm so behind on RuPaul's podcast, too, so I wonder if she recorded a little bit of something for the podcast. I don't know. Mm. We'll have to tune in, girl. Yeah, we'll <laughs> let you know, listeners. Or let us know. Yes. All right. So then they all end up being safe one by one until we get to the the last two, which is Widow and Gigi. And um, and then they think that they're in the bottom two. However, it ends up that they are actually the top two and they have to lip sync to Starships by Nicki Minaj to see who wins the challenge. Starships. Not my favorite Nikki Jam, but <clears throat> I also understand why she would release the rights to the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really I don't really She knows too. I don't know. This song, I don't know for whatever reason, like at, at one point when it came out, I think I was like still listening to the radio every now and then and this song would come on like every time and i was just like it actually made me stop listening to the radio this is when like, nikki started to get like a little <laughs> more like mainstream and her sound started to play with like dj's which i pre- i i love the dj's sound sometimes it just doesn't work this was just one of those songs that was going to get all the girls and the the white gays turned up and it sold really well yeah also, I think that it was extremely disrespectful for, like, anyone to be up there with Widow Von Du because there was, like, no one was going to, like, <laughs> stand up to her. Like, this little fucking white twing <laughs> is not going to win the lip sync. Listen, and Fashion I- Model had some moments where we laughed, but, yeah, this was totally Widow's lane. I mean, I didn't, yeah. Lane. I was just kind of like, what, it, like... Why are we still doing this? <laughs> it was kind of like when Monet did Nikki. Was it Nikki that Monet slayed to or someone else? I forget who yeah. she was even lip syncing against. She was lip syncing against Dusty Ray Bottom, who Gigi copied in her lip sync. <gasps> Clock it, Queen. What does she do exactly? Because remember when she was doing like the, the spastic like head freak out thing? Remember uh-huh. when Dusty had all the dots on and she was like, you know, being an awkward white yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just sort of doing like the little freak out thing, um, and pound the alarm. Oh, I didn't, I didn't catch that reference. She was nice. doing the same thing, and it was just honestly disrespectful. Everything that Gigi did in her lip sync, I was so offended <laughs> because I felt like she tried to validate her lip sync by saying, "Well, I like to look like really like chic and high fashion, but then be silly." And I'm like, "Girl, you walked across the stage." for the whole lip sync 
and then yeah. you lay down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even my queen Naomi Smalls had to learn how to turn out a lip sync. So, I hope that Gigi is not <laughs> considered like so. Uh, so we found out that Gigi is not just a look queen, but she can't <laughs> lip sync and she can't do rap. I don't know. Oh god, I'm really so- hoping for a turnaround, but oh, she's gosh. not what. I thought she was going to be. We're so fucked this season. (laughs) No. (laughs) These queens are so bad. (laughs) Also, I feel like we're just going to argue with each other the whole season. (laughs) No, they're not This season is giving me season seven vibes for real. Like season seven all the way. Oh, no. I'm scared. Well, I can't (laughs) wait for the second premiere and to see what happens with the other batch of girls. Yeah, I can't wait to see like Jan Sport. (laughs) <laughs> Woo! And Aiden, You're so shady. <laughs> and Dahlia. <laughs> oh, Dahlia! We're uh, so excited to see Dahlia. I was like trying to joke on Twitter about like how are they going to send Dahlia and Aiden home, and because they're in the same group. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, I saw that tweet. I was like, it didn't Wait. go over well. <laughs> oh no! And don't sorry. Forget, don't forget about Sherry Pie. Fuck. Can we skip <laughs> next? Can we just not do a recap or watch next episode? <laughs> <laughs> Seth is going to get the coronavirus. Yeah. Oh, no. She's Gosh. out. <laughs> All right. Well, let's keep this party going. So no one, get, no one's eliminated. You know, um, Widow Von Du wins the challenge. So holla teammate. And speaking of fantasy league, Stoney, why don't you tell us how the points fell this week? Um, no one gets any points because you didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> um, can hang on just a second. This file fucked up. Uh oh, girl. We are having technical difficulties. It would not be an episode of TFC if there were not at least one technical um error. Para continuare. Press numeral ocho. Okay, I'm sorry. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to edit this part out because this thing did not save all the way. Um, <gasps> but because who won the mini challenge? There was no real was winner, no. was there? There was no winner. Yeah, there wasn't like a winner announced. So the main. <laughs> Let's just give me the points for widow winning, and then we'll just call it a day. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do here. Hang on. This is probably the best part of the podcast. You should keep this in. (laughs) (laughs) Behind Uh the scenes. (laughs) 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 We do need a cold open. This is what happens when you um when you don't podcast for like a month straight and then like you have to come back and do it. (laughs) That's right. I can use this clip on Instagram or something. (laughs) <laughs> yeah this is so dumb hang on bitches we're we're exposing stony right now feel free to drag her on twitter shout out to google sheets not doing what she needs to do right now yeah girl she has two sheets into the wind something so i'm giving widow 20 and i'm also going to give gg 20 because they both won the main challenge right mm-hmm. no only widow won yeah but no you're gonna get gg was the top two yeah but Widow's going to win the top two lip sync. So okay. She, so you get points for that. Okay. This point system this season is suspect. 
Hang on. I <laughs> Did anyone wear a kimono? <laughs> Unfortunately not. Not yet. Unless you want to count Widow's like sort of spacey look as a kimono. <laughs> Did Michelle criticize anyone for not opening up? <laughs> um, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> she was just generally rude throughout the whole episode. All right. I got my points ready so we can do this. Okay. <laughs> Run us down the line, girl. All right. So for this week, it's a little bit simple because we only had seven queens and we did like a half episode or something. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> Seth, uh, you had Window Widow Von Du and then I had Gigi Good. So both of them won the main challenge. So 20 points towards uh, Seth and 20 points towards me. Ugh. Um, however, Widow Von Du won the top two lip sync, so Seth gets 10 additional points. Yes. Slay so, Queen. Good job. So that means after episode 1A, we have <laughs> uh, Seth in the lead with 30 points, I'm in second with 20, and Jamal is in last with zero points. Well yes. Done. I'm also current reigning and... We're starting the season off with a bang. That's right. She's like, not fucking around. I mean, I don't even know why you girls bother at this point. Like, give Ooh. it up. It's me. I win. You lose. <laughs> oh, girl. To quote Nicki Minaj. <laughs> She's on one. The, the starships were meant to fly. <laughs> <laughs> were they? <laughs> were they meant to touch the sky? I guess. <laughs> Well, um, so that was kind of a wrap up of our of the main episode. Uh, I guess we can briefly touch on Untucked, even though I feel like not much really happened. It was kind of like boring. Yeah, it wasn't too eventful. It was really quick. I felt like um, Nicki Minaj came backstage and talked with the girls, answered some questions. That was cute. Heidi confronted Nicki about um, her face. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They had a rap feud on the show they were beefing um hetero correspondent nick did not like how nikki gave heidi and closet those notes saying that she hated her face and this paraphrasing moment where heidi you know directly asked the queen Minaj, what don't you like about my face or whatever she asked her and she then paraphrased like <coughs> it's the way you do your makeup blah 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 so maybe um, Nikki could have given softer notes, but it is Nikki, y'all. She's going to be abrasive. Right. It's what we were wanting to hear, at least I think, when we were in the Meet the Queens. So we were wanting Nikki to straight drag the girls, and I think she did. So Yeah. yeah. That's I felt Nikki. like it was more just like VH1 was like, hey, Heidi, like we need some drama, so can you just say this? Right. <laughs> Make sure you ask Nikki about that face comment. <laughs> right. Um, but I mean, you could tell it was from like a place of love when yeah. she got in there. She explained it further, um, and she was very positive with all the other girls, and it was really cute. Yeah, I enjoy Nikki. I think it was a really fun episode, and yeah, the Untucked was overall pretty chill. Like they talked about being a little worried about being on the show and kind of how their stories were going to come out and, you know, kind of touching on just overall nerves about them being there. So it was nice to see some of them open up that way, especially about the cultural stuff, like very important conversations being had that we need to continue to have. 
Yeah. Um, this is the story that um, what's her face wouldn't give them last season. Oh, uh, why am I blanking on her name right now? Iman. Yeah. Uh, Mercedes. Mercedes Iman Diamond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so like they were like, well, we'll just ca- <laughs> cast more like foreign queens. So LOL. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but action for you yeah uh crystal talked like they kind of called crystal out for being like quieter and untucked and she said that she was ashamed growing up for being so feminine uh which caused her to be quiet and not have as much confidence but Mm -hmm. she's sort of like coming into her own now through drag yeah i love hearing these stories because it's always there's always something that occurs in anybody's life that kind of gives you that superhero moment or that superpower that you can possess at any moment and just channel goodness into your day or just turn it out, whatever you're working on, whether it's performance or a work project or a presentation, like you find that space that's going to inspire you to do better, to do better. And um, hearing stories like that is people need to hear those as well just to be motivated and to <clears throat> not be so down on yourself it's hard to easily just throw yourself under the bus so it's nice to see these queens kind of sharing similar stories definitely all right so before we wrap this up just a quick twitter question from queen holly um are you all excited for all stars now as you were in previous seasons or does the fact that it's now on another streaming service affect your feelings about it? Uh, Ooh, good question, Holly. That's a really good question. They just really are trying to make it as hard as possible to watch the show from now on, right? I feel like Drag Race has taken off, and I just want them to be careful about, um, be wary of chasing too many checks or too many added zeros because... I mean, all these streaming services add up, right? Like, we've got Hulu, we've got Netflix, we've got Amazon Prime, HBO sometimes. Disney Plus. It all adds <laughs> up, but Showtime is one of the pricier ones, and not a lot of people even opt into that package if they do have cable. So I think it's going to make it tough for some of the faithful viewership to watch. It doesn't impact the way I feel about the show. I just don't. If it becomes difficult to watch, I worry about how that will affect the show's productivity. Right. I think they're getting cocky because they're like seeing the success of the show. So they're like, oh, well, we'll just bring it to Showtime. Showtime will give us a lot of money to like basically boost the ratings on their station. They expect everyone to just come to Showtime and support the Drag Race. And I don't know if it's going to work that way. Yeah, and I mean, some of us have been out here in the game for coming up on a few years now, and not all of us have, like, the shiny sponsors that other shows do. So, I mean, that is an expense, and like we've mentioned before, like, we love doing the show, so we will find a way to bring it to you. It's just... we're not trying to be too illegal. It just doesn't make any (laughs) freaking sense to me. Like, I don't know. Like, Showtime to me is, like, it's like a movie, like... Or, like, a premium, like, series channel. Like, it's not, like... Like, no one goes to Showtime to watch reality TV. Like, what the fuck? Like, this is right. so dumb. It does seem a little um, misplaced. Yeah, it this just isn't doesn't the L word. fit. It doesn't not fit with L-word. anything on the channel. Queer as folk. 
This isn't Californication. I mean, it needs yeah. to be on VH1, like, come on, like, right after Barbershop or whatever. <laughs> it's um, always <laughs> coming on after Barbershop. I don't know. This yeah. is dumb. I am interested to see how it g- plays out, though, like, to see if there will be, like, any, like, if people just don't watch the season or whatever, or I don't know. I am excited for the All-Star season. I'm very curious, like Seth said, to see how this all plays out because I guarantee you if magically by episode four you can watch this shit anywhere, it's because that Showtime turnout was not there. Yeah, because they're not going to want to lose money on the just because no one wants to subscribe to Showtime. Like Exactly. Trust, they'll find a way. <laughs> so I hope that contract isn't too crazy, um, Rue. Yeah. Well, good question, Holly. Thanks for sending that in. Yeah, um, thanks, Queen. Yeah, well, that was a f- good first episode. Uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us again after our month of hiatus. Feel free to like, subscribe, tell your friends to subscribe to us. We're going to have a fun season. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to do some uh, collaborations. We're trying to you know, get our footing and see if that's going to be a possibility with the, uh, the show now airing on Fridays. But... Um, we're, we have a few people that are interested in, in guesting, and I we hope we can bring them to you. So stay tuned. Yeah, that sounds fun. Remember to check out our website, thanksforcomingpodcast.com. I have a couple of projects we've been working on. Of course, we will be posting updates for the Fantasy League. This year, things are going to be a little different, so stay tuned. You're going to see something by the time the show airs, so you're probably scrolling through it right now. Yes, girl. Well, very cool. We will be back with you next week to discuss episode 1B. And until then, bye. bye. What's showtime? <laughs>